When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Mind Love Premium, episode 74. Today's episode is all about raising your frequency to support a new earth. Everybody, I feel, should be in a place where we're all experimenting, right? We're, we're our own experiment. And so what works for me may not work for you, but it's up to you to find out what that thing is that really helps you move through things with more conscious awareness. You are just here. And what is that? Here is where you have access to all timelines. You have access to all your consciousness. You have access to all your realities. Here is all the only place you need to be. And if you can be here, then you're doing it right. It's a new day, a new episode, and a new opportunity to subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening for the first time, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you always know about new episodes. Plus, it makes you one of my favorite people. Because the more subscribers I have, the more I attract amazing guests to help better serve you. So don't forget to subscribe. Clearly, something's going on in the world, right? All of this craziness can't be for nothing, right? I believe something big and eventually amazing is happening. And not just because I'm an eternal optimist, but because spiritual leaders, light workers, intuitives have all been warning us about this for decades. Eckhart Tolle and Dolores Cannon talked about ushering in the new earth. Dolores Cannon, through her hypnosis work, has even discovered three waves of souls who volunteered to save earth during this time. And you might be one of them. I'm not going to touch on religious prophecy because I find it a bit sus, honestly. I do see a lot of truths in scripture, but I'm not all in. I'm not all in on anything that discriminates salvation based on specifics, especially when those specifics can be influenced by culture or education. Also, there was a period in time when the Romans took over needed to add historical legitimacy to their reign, so they compiled parables and stories from other beliefs, Bibles were mass printed, and anyone who didn't conform to the new story got murdered, including all of the original followers of Christ, who, legend has it, was actually teaching gnosis, which is basically self-realization of the God within or the divine within all of us. But that's just what resonates with me. I could be wrong. We should each always leave room for the possibility of being wrong. But I'm also wary of anyone who claims to have a plan for new earth. I don't think that the new earth is something that we're going to go out and physically create so much as I believe it will happen naturally as we raise our frequencies. The new earth that spiritual leaders have been talking about can't be stopped. The frequency of the earth and the people incarnating into this time period, they're all rising. And as we rise, we lift the people around us. As we rise, we automatically make different choices. We create new systems and structures that align with a higher frequency. What if, within our lifetimes, we see an entirely new way of being? That's what I hold hope for. 
And depending on who you talk to, we just might. Some believe it'll take longer, but in that case, what if we lay the foundation for a new way of being for the next generation? I'd be fine with that too. Because I think what gets me the most with everything happening right now is the question, what will life be like for my child? What I know to be true though, is my reality is a reflection of me. My outer world is a projection of my inner world. So if I really want to evoke change around me, I have to start with myself. And that's what we're talking about today. Our guests are Miko and Biji. They've achieved spiritual mastery through years of daily disciplined practice called Brahma Mahurta Sadhana. Yeah, it's a mouthful, but it's basically intense frequency training supported with their authentic embodiment of the divine masculine and feminine. They're also experts on sacred union relationship codes, and they're the founders of Love All 5D and Avala, the new earth frequency of conscious love, sacred abundance, and complete soul freedom. Three key things we will learn in this episode are all about the shifts that are currently happening in the world and what it means for us why our human optimization always starts with frequency, and how to continuously grow through self-experimentation. And if this is your first time giving your mind a little love, I have a few goodies for you. First, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And second, sign up for the Morning Mind Love. Think of it like a weekday oracle from your highest self to help you start each day with a positive focus. Plus, you'll get two gifts absolutely free a 30-minute binaural meditation, and 30 days of journaling prompts to help you remember who you truly are. So join over 9,000 people and go to mindlove.com to sign up or text the word MORNING to 33777. And now let's welcome Miko and Biji to the show. Thank you so much, Melissa. My name is Biji, <laughs> and uh, I'm here. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. It's good to be here. So I am so intrigued by the both of you. It seems like you guys have been able to embody what I sometimes forget that I already am. <laughs> oh, that's right. You can just hear in your voice the energy that you carry. So first, a little background on you guys. Who are you and what led you to your current experience here on Earth? You know how right now on the planet, it seems like those things that we're doing aren't working anymore. So people are figuring out that there might be a shift in the way to be that might flow the energy more. And for me, I went through that years before the rest of the planet is, you know, kind of confronting that within themselves. And it happened for me a long time ago with finding myself alone, two young children, you know, not understanding why my loving marriage uh, wasn't working. It was, you know, that, that there was a new path for me when I was really wanting the old path to work. And through that process of expansion, you know, I found my self-mastery path. And that has aligned me to everything. I was six years celibate doing this work, frequency training myself, um, doing the raising of my consciousness, going through that, those initiations that landed me into, you know, into that space where I no longer have questions of the the divine and I'm 
and I'm able to, you know, be present with the moment and be uh, a fool and have fun and, and play in a real soul way. And that frequency is what magnetized Miko to me. Miko was also doing his work and he was getting his frequency prepared because, you know, I tried the human love story. And no matter how much we loved each other, it didn't work. It wasn't enough. And so I wanted a soul, the higher love. I wanted the sacred union. I wanted the divine love. And and in order for me to experience that, I had to vibrate on that. And when I finally got to that place Thank where you for having- divine said it was ready, our children said it was ready, Miko said his, you know, his energy body said he was ready, he showed up in physical reality. And I feel like ever since then, we have been doing these initiations together. And what's the initiation? It really is uh, feeling that unconditional presence, feeling that uh, all possibilities, feeling abundant unconditionally, no matter what. And that every single day, the purpose of our life is just to chop wood and carry water. You know, it's just about doing that daily work. Like right now, Miko and I are in a couple's three-day only water fast. And this is where we frequency align our energy bodies and that we can consciously create together. You know, this is the kind of work that we do in order for you to be able to feel our frequency and say, yes, this is the frequency of people who, you know, are just showing up as themselves. And that's enough. Mm. You mentioned that you were wanting your old path to work so badly. And there was something about the way you said that that just resonated with so much of what's going on in the world. Why do you think we cling to these old paths that are obviously not working? It's almost like this self-imposed Stockholm syndrome. (laughs) Right? You said it. You totally answered your own question. (laughs) Right? It's because the unknown is so uncomfortable that we would rather create the possibility of hell right now within our own experience. Because if you're vibrating on on that, you've already created it for yourself. So, you know, everyone's like, I, I don't want to I don't want to change because I don't know what's happening in the future. Well, you just already determined for your present what it's going to be, which is hell. You know, and hell is whenever we're not hard aligned to, you know, who we really are. So what do you think right now is happening on the planet? I know there's a shit ton of things, but <laughs> but what's the overarching? What what's happening on the planet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I feel something. I mean, I don't think any of us know for sure. Uh, that's what I keep reminding myself. That's how I'm getting through it is that you can never really no, but I am choosing to know certain things so that I can align to those things. But I'm curious, what are you seeing happening on the planet right now? I feel what's happening on the planet right now is what needs to happen on the planet right now. I feel an um, awakening happening. And uh, this can only happen when people are pushed in the in the realm of discomfort. It's energy that is forcing us to mature spiritually. It's um, energy that is not messing around. And so the masks are coming off. Not, no pun intended. <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended. But the, you know, the, the illusion that we once could hold up 
um, is no longer working and the ways to soothe um, the ego may not be working the same as they um, as they once were. And so the hiding is becoming more difficult and everything's coming to the surface. And, you know, this is the time to utilize these energies and harness them to elevate your own situation, whatever that may be, whether, you know, we, we believe that everything is frequency. And so we believe that keeping light in all areas of frequency, so whatever you're putting into your container, your body, um, keeping that and, and light and what digital intake are you moving your body? Are you um, putting your feet into the ground? Are you getting yourself to that present moment so you can feel the heart space, so you can not be tricked by the mind into protecting itself from growth and from the heart? And so we, yeah, uh, I feel what's happening on the planet right now is mass hypnosis and um, a lot of division that is being, you know, engineered. And so I feel like the best that we can do right now is elevate our frequency because we're in a, a place. We're in a frequency war. It's a frequency war. So the, the lighter you can stay, the lighter you can feel, the more you can get off your chest, the more you can process, the more you can make yourself vulnerable, the more you can really break through whatever it is that, that is making you feel in fear or lack or limited or stuck, uh, whatever you feel you're up against is a test for you to elevate above it. And, you know, and so we've, you know, traveled around and, and gathered uh, modalities on our journey and, um, you know, have become in our own practice, have mastered our own energy in moments that it was most difficult. And so we feel that's a big area that people are needing right now is how to manage their own energy. And, and, it, and people think, okay, so if I manage it once, it's a managed, but that's not how energy works. You right. know, we have to manage it 24 seven. We have to, we have to be aware of who we really are all the time because all the time our frequencies are creating our reality. So it's not easy. I mean, I remember my healer, one of my healers telling me that he did yoga every day and I thought he was crazy. I'm like, oh, he's one of those spiritual people who has to do yoga every day. Mm -hmm. You know, I was so <laughs> judgmental and I was so, um, so, you know, offended by him working on his energy every day because I I wasn't vibrating on that frequency. And then I was starting to tell our clients and our apprentices that you have to do energy work, daily spiritual practice every single day. And I remember them saying, that's not going to be the masses. Not, no one's going to do that every single day. But we're right now, I, I mean, I'm on social media and I see what's happening and Every, everybody who is teaching you how to better yourself, optimize yourself, whether it be in business mindset, physical mindset, or your energetic mindset, or what we do, we do quantum, you know, healing and we, we do frequency training. And so all these aspects are still coming down to a, a you know, a consistent guidance, which is you need some sort of daily practice, something to, to ingrain a new 
coding within you that doesn't just tell you get up, stay unconscious, you know, do do whatever it takes to make ends meet and then take a vacation and try to squeeze all the joy into several days. <laughs> you know? And then why aren't you happy? Like why, why aren't your relationships thriving and flourishing? And why aren't you, you know, uh, reflecting the worth that is within you uh, in your external reality? And so all of these things are distortions that through this awakening process of what's happening on the planet, people are confronted and compelled. You know, the time for compelling yourself is now, but for those people, if their time is up, they will be compelled because that's just the the reality of what's happening on the planet. The frequency is rising. The conscious frequency is rising. Earth is moving from third chakra and fourth chakra. It's moving into fifth chakra, and that's our throat chakra, and we can manifest our reality using frequency out of our fifth chakra. And so the the earth is literally rising in conscious frequency. And you, if you don't tap into your personal spiritual gifts, you will not be able to enjoy financial abundance and your conscious relationships and your freedom, your freedom from sabotaging all of that. So yeah, that's what I feel is happening on the planet. We're all here just trying to live our best lives, right? And while you're here listening to a podcast, you might feel like you're on the right track, but then you visit family or you have a work deadline or something unexpected comes up and you're all stressed out and it feels like all the work is out the window. That's why it's so important to consciously curate what you can control, like who you surround yourself with, what you watch, what you listen to. So I'm going to add another podcast to your toolbox, The Dr. John Deloney Show. He has a PhD in counseling and has been sitting with hurting people for 20 years. He shares practical advice for everything from how to connect with people, how to face depression, overcome anxiety, and learn just what it means to be well. But what's really cool about his show is you can even leave a voicemail or send an email and he'll address your topic or question about mental or emotional help on the show. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney show is here for you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on the website. I'm constantly sharing with my clients to stop searching in life and instead start aligning. It's true with purpose, with relationships, with higher versions of yourself, and it's also true for hiring. The best way to search is actually just to match with Indeed. Indeed is your one-stop hiring platform with millions of job seekers visiting every month, and their powerful matching engine helps you find quality candidates fast. Plus, Indeed lets you schedule interviews, screen applicants, and message candidates all in one place. But Indeed isn't just about speed. They also deliver quality. According to a recent Indeed survey, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. I love Indeed because it makes hiring so much easier. I'm all about alignment in all areas of my life, and that includes people I hire to work in my business. So I need a hiring partner that makes it simple to find candidates with the right skills. And that's Indeed. And what's really cool is Indeed's matching engine gets smarter the more you use it, learning from your preferences and over 140 million qualifications. Plus, I love that I can do all my hiring in one place. It's just one less thing to keep track of between 
all of the other things. So join over 3.5 million businesses worldwide who rely on Indeed to find great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash MindLove. Just go to Indeed.com slash MindLove right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash MindLove. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I love how you said that you need to continuously manage your frequency. You can't just raise it once and then all of a sudden you're golden. It's like cleaning your house. Like I had a house cleaner come last month and within one day my house was a mess again. I do have an 11 month old, but I'm like, God, being clean is such a way of life. It's like I have to reorganize my cabinets every day. And it's just kind of the same with what we do. I used to think like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to do all these things, but then I wasn't necessarily living in a new way. And so I'd wonder why I was just falling back into the pit that I had just climbed out of. But I'm curious, when you say the earth is rising in frequency, how do you know? For someone who's new to this information, what do you know about that frequency rising? What do you know about its connection to the fifth chakra? How are you seeing these things and how, like, how soon is that going to manifest? Any details you can give us would be great. <laughs> you are news recording like now <laughs> live on the scene <laughs> well i would like to start with the schumann resonance the schumann resonance is uh, the measurement of conscious frequency on the planet and it's determined by the amplification and the radiance of mother gaia's heartbeat if that makes sense so there's a pulse that the planet is on and that as the frequency rises that pulse is affected so there are people out there and you can you can look this up on the internet you can completely you can look up everything on the internet there's absolutely no way that you couldn't know what's really going on here if you were doing the research from the sources that don't benefit from sharing the truth mm-hmm. so that's key Look up sources that actually they're, it's more harmful to them and their personal lives to share their tr- truth than it is to, you know, make money or benefit. That's usually a good discernment to find out where you're getting your information from. But, but you can look up the Schumann Resonance and every single day you can look, you can track the reading of, t- of the day's energetic activity. So, if you follow some of the people who regularly tune into this, they will share readings with you where they tell you, okay, so today's uh, resonance is 68 and the regular pulse heartbeat is 7.83. So whether you believe this or not, your frequency is affected. If you are a conscious being on this planet, your frequency is affected by what's happening on the planet. This is what's waking up the planet. And it's the matrix holograms are just showing what's been hidden on the inside. This is all, you know, whatever's happening on the planet that you can perceive has always been happening. So now it's just coming out for everyone to confront it and deal with it. And for you to say, is this my truth? Is this my reality? Or do I open myself up to another possibility or perhaps all possibilities. So that's one of the ways that you can tune into the fact that the the consciousness is, you know, the frequency is raising on the planet. 
There's so many other ways to tune in. Like I can talk to you, Melissa, and go, okay, Melissa's confirmation that the frequency is changing on the planet because you are the most powerful crystal and you emit a frequency based on your consciousness. And so if you're high in consciousness, then you're, con- you're consistently, your baseline frequency is one of joy, of openness, of heart center, of authenticity, of, you know, like your integrity, you're doing those things that you know you're, that's flowing your energy. That's a very different frequency that you're emitting than somebody who is heavy and confused and victimized and, you know, and I can go on and on and on, judgmental and close-minded and, and easily triggered and always contraction, contracting. So you're going to create, all, you're going to experience a whole different reality if that's what your frequency is emitting. So that's another way that you could tell, okay, people are being compelled to go deeper into who they really are. Well, then something's happening on the planet. <laughs> so. Right. And I am in a place in my life where I am surrounded by those types of people and it, it makes me so hopeful. I will say when I first started doing this work, it was hard to find my tribe because I had been surrounding myself with people who partied and did party drugs and drank all the time and <laughs> were obsessed with the way they looked and all of those things. And so I was like, how do I even find this? And so I can imagine that there are a lot of people out there that don't see the people in the higher frequency. So I love the tip about checking the Schumann resonance. I'm actually uh, a part of a telegram group that just posts the Schumann resonance every single day. I think the, that's mm-hmm. what the group is called, <laughs> Schumann resonance. <laughs> and so you can see how the frequency of the earth is changing. And I think for the people that haven't lived in these ways as much or, or are still doubtful about frequency and energy and how it moves in their lives, something like that that's outside of them is easier to grasp. At least it was for me. It was easier for me to see or uh, to see changes in other people or to see what was going on outside of myself when I was so stuck in my old patterns, if that makes sense. It's like you get a glimpse of how the cosmos experiences us, right? Yes. Yes. Or like when you, and when you help somebody else through something, you're like so much more able to see your own issues. I'm like, why, why did I just coach that person through the exact same issue that I've been struggling with myself for years? (laughs) (laughs) Divine. It's divine. I want to know about your journey with celibacy and how that helped you to align your frequency. It just came up in a Ram Dass Facebook group, and there was this whole debate about how celibacy changes that energy within us. So I'd love to know your experience with that. Well, Miko, you want to share because you were celibate too. Yeah, I, I've kind of taking myself off of the the dating scene. This is uh, before I, I met Biji. I was getting into a lot of kundalini yoga and I'm doing some workshops around town and really feeling into clearing space to magnetize the one. So um, I didn't really even read too much into it or study it. I just felt like it was the way for me to just be celibate for the last uh, couple of years up until I met Biji. And it seemed to have worked to just kind of abstain <laughs> from, you know, taking that energy and putting it into myself work into into myself and you know really kind of giving time to uh, turn that energy of 
you know, stability in within my practice and who I am and be able to ask myself the important questions like, am I somebody that I would want to be with? That was the biggest thing that came to me. And when, if, when that answer was no, I, you know, had shifted out of that mindset that, that you, you were talking about, Melissa, you know, like I was, um, you know, drinking and um, not taking care of myself and in certain ways. And so when I kind of, you know, woke up to my frequency journey, um, that was part of it. Just um, abstaining felt like it, it was, you know, protecting my energy, staying pure with my energy to manifest with. And it, and it seemed to have worked out for me. Yeah, semen retention. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that, but then what? Where does it go? <laughs> like, what, just, just kidding. But that when you're retaining that that semen, like, what is the theory behind that? Well, it's all energy, right? Everything is energy, and so that's energy. And you know, we we unfortunately hear a lot of stories around um, men and women with unhealthy um, sexual energy. And so I feel, um, you know, we take, we harness that energy where basically at the end of the day, we're alchemists, right? We're just taking right now on the planet, there's a lot of anxiety and fear. So we're taking that anxiety and that fear and we're doing our work and we're alchemizing it into patience and love and um, awareness and clarity and discernment. And um, so we alchemize that energy. We take that energy wherever that would go and we keep it to ourselves and, and to our solar plexus and to our heart and to um, strengthening um, who we are. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not even like a huge advocate. I don't talk about it a lot. It's just something that I did personally. It's not something that I teach or that I've, you know, even deeply studied about. I just feel for me, I've, I've been uh, uh, an empath for a long time. So I'm really sensitive to um, energy and to the ways that I am and, and how to strengthen my energy and how to get more of it at times. And so that seemed to have worked to that semen to have worked. <laughs> Those are my kind of jokes. I love that. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, what I find interesting about it is that you talk about taking this thing that other people talk about being like sexually frustrated and it can make them angry or make them wound up tightly. And the same thing with fasting, honestly. I mean, I get hangry. So what is your process of alchemizing that to where for many people who might not have an awareness to this specific thing, a ritual or a, a uh, an act or whatever it is that you're doing, some people... It winds them up really tightly and it makes them be not them best, their best selves. How do you, within yourself, alchemize that? What does the process look like? Well, um, for me, I feel like what you just stated was absolutely perfect. That's what, for me, fasting does, right? You you fast, and the first day you fast, you get hangry, as you said, and you um, can do nothing but think about food. And so if you allow yourself to stay there and surpass that place, then we become the observer. We become the witness. And so for me, when my, my system goes into that ketosis and, and to that state of – you know, there's the, you know, that heart connection, that connection to something bigger is, is, is that stuff comes up and it comes up quicker, you know, and that's why I love fasting because it, it propels me into a space to be able to see what 
comes up for me that I feel sensitive about. Or if there's fears that come up in that space, then let me really um, dive into it and, and, and feel into all possibilities around it. Let me feel into the worst case scenario to the best case scenario. And when I come out of the fast, I feel like I've just gone through, you know, months worth of looking at my stuff and, and moving on for it. And then when I come back to um, nourishment, then I love my body work, you know, any kind of um, body work for me and yoga and breath work and sauna for me to move my energy. And, and that helps me in the, you know, alchemizing that energy. It's a whole process that, you know, it's taken me years to gain some mastery around it and understanding, uh, you know, on the level I do. But, you know, everybody I feel should be in a place where we're all experimenting, right? We're, we're, we're our own experiment. And so what works for me may not work for you, but it's up to you to find out what that thing is that really um, helps you move through things in a more uh, conscious, with more conscious awareness. You know, it's just that state of fasting. You know, I think a lot of people are talking about it now because a lot of people are intermittent fasting. So your body, your system just goes in that place where um, I, I don't, you know, you just don't, you're separating yourself from the sugar and the carbs and everything that you're doing. So it allows you to go into a state of full body cleanse, yeah, uh, detoxing healing, right? and healing. Yeah, yeah. You, your organs are getting rest. I mean, I could go on and on. I love, I'm a huge advocate of fasting. I love fasting. Water fasting is my favorite because it's a spiritual fast because you're not fasting to get thinner. Yeah, although it's not that, starving. You're right. fasting. So your consciousness has to be elevated and your frequency, you know, body has to be regenerated. So that's, I feel like that's really the difference between just dieting or not eating. Um, fasting is the full, full being experience. It's the, it's the, it potentially could be your personal gateway to meeting God. Yeah, it's beautiful. I remember meeting someone that was on their 38th day of fasting and, oh and she just, she just said, yeah, I'm not, I don't think I'll go there, but she just said, the first thing she said to me was, I'm so grateful for fasting. And I was into three day fast, three day fast here. And just hearing that it really stuck with me. And I, and I really feel that same way that I'm just grateful for the ability to, uh, reboot, to, to cleanse the system, to create space. create space. And I love doing it around new moon energies because these are the, the times to really superpower our intentions, um, of what we're doing moving forward with, I feel February being a big, big breakthrough month for a lot of people. And then another piece of information that has come through that I like to share is that uh, food goes rancid in your stomach during full moon, they said. So sugar especially. Yeah. So if you're digesting and processing energy like sadness or grief or loneliness or angst or frustration or whatever, you on top of that, you think you're soothing yourself by eating fries and pizza. And <laughs> I'm like, I can go there right now because I'm fasting. But um, <laughs> all the deliciousness, right? And you're covering it up, but then it starts to create a, uh, a cesspool in your stomach that's going to need time to process. And so in the next several weeks that are coming after that, it's going to start blowing up in your face. Things that you didn't expect, like all of a sudden you get a bill here or somebody argues with you over there or you got a ticket or, you know, and, and, and you just keep 
getting that reminder that you haven't processed all your energy. So these are, you know, that's another connection to fasting and, you know, processing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I really need to get something off my chest. Being a mom of a three-year-old boy is really freaking hard, and sometimes it has me questioning my sanity. But then he'll grab my face and call me his sweet little mama. Yes, that's a real thing he says, (laughs) and it will all melt away until I break his banana. I thought I was done with emotionally abusive relationships, but nope. We all carry around stressors, big and small, and when we keep them all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For me, just talking things through is hugely helpful, but it's so hard finding friends and family that are unbiased or non-judgmental. And therapy isn't just about dealing with major trauma, you know? It's about learning healthy coping mechanisms, setting boundaries, becoming the best version of yourself. And BetterHelp makes it super convenient, too. Everything's done online so you can fit therapy sessions around your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MindLove today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MindLove. And now for another episode of Lies We've Been Told About Our Health. We've all heard we need eight glasses of water a day, right? Well, hydration isn't actually about water intake. It's about the balance of water and electrolytes so that our bodies are actually absorbing the water instead of just passing it through. A lot of people go for those sugary sports drinks, but let's be real, those do more harm than good. I've found a better solution. Element. It's a zero-sugar electrolyte drink that's all about effective hydration. Each pack gives you essential electrolytes like sodium and potassium without the unnecessary additives found in other drinks. The team behind Element includes experts in biochemistry and nutrition, so they really know what they're doing. And it's not just for everyday use either. Elite athletes and teams, Olympic weightlifters, CrossFit champions, Navy SEALs, all rely on it too, which to me says a lot about its effectiveness. Here's what makes them really unique. They recently launched a hot chocolate line with flavors like chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. Ever since I went alcohol-free, I've been really intentional about luxurious, health-focused drinks so I can sit back and unwind while actually doing good for my body. And the Element Chocolate Chai is great for relaxing in the evening or warming up after winter sports. And you can try Element totally risk-free. If you don't like it, you'll get your money back, no questions asked. Receive a free Element sample pack with any order when you purchase through drinkelement.com slash mindlove. That's drinklmnt.com slash mindlove to get a free starter pack with any order. You've inspired me. I cannot fast right now because I'm breastfeeding. However, I, mm. uh, I have been very resistant to the idea of fasting uh, until recently. And for some reason, it keeps just poking up. Different people are mentioning it, and that's usually my sign. What? Like, okay, I'm preparing. <laughs> and, you know, and you know what else you could do to kind of ease your way in it? Because I love these two. is like a mono fruit diet. You know, so you just go on like a three day. What what I love doing is watermelon, you know, when you find good watermelons. And so for three days, you just eat nothing but watermelon. And that can that can kind of help you. Okay, so I can do that. And then maybe you do a one day dry fast 
and then build up to a three-day water fast. That's what I when you're recommend. when you're done breastfeeding. Yes, yes absolutely. When I'm done, so you want to yeah. stay healthy, and, and and you know what? And honestly, it might not be for everybody. You know, it's not. It's you got to check in and use discernment if it's best for you. I always recommend trying it once to see. Yeah, I I believe that my resistance was valid. Uh, I I used to have. Uh, I had a pretty intense case of bulimia for about 12 years. And so the idea of fasting was very triggering because I was worried that it would mess with my healing that I had worked so hard to gain. However, I've been on that healing path for a very long time and I, I trust myself, my mind, my body a little bit more. And I usually know I'm about ready for something when it keeps appearing in my life. (laughs) Right. Compel yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on juice fasting? I've heard bad things. I've heard good things. Well, I mean, like everything, it I should always, be your thing. It should be, yeah. Whatever, whatever your thing is, like I honor that. I don't think there's one way for people to uh, reach um, the level that they want to reach, you know. And so you have to just ask yourself, what are you doing it for? Why are you doing it? I. I personally love it. I I personally love um, getting my healthy greens in and 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 ginger and some cayenne and lemon. You know, I love I love fasting. Um, I did a thirty day um, juice fast before, and that was amazing. That was amazing. I have nothing bad to say about um, you know cleansing the system and detoxifying. I've you know, I came from a place where I was I was an athlete and then lost my way. So I was drinking and and uh, uh, you know do, you know eating unhealthy and doing all those things. So my journey, my spiritual journey, was always tied to my body. I grew up as a dancer. I was always, you know, the best. The better my body is, the better my life is. And so I've constantly been dropping in and out of cleanses and fasts and use myself as kind of like an, you know, like I was a science experiment to see how I could better move in the direction of lighting, lightening myself and embodying it. And I want to share with you as a woman in love (laughs) (laughs) to, to say how much I appreciate being in sacred union and being in partnership with somebody who knows how to process energy and alchemize energy, because this is how it shows up. Everyone's just like, oh, you're just fasting. Oh, you're just exercising. Oh, you're just doing this crazy daily spiritual practice. Oh, you're just doing yoga. And you go, how does it really affect your life? Well, it affects every conversation you have. Mm -hmm. It affects your morning. It affects your lunch. It affects your dinner. It affects 24-7. It affects you because the way it shows up is when something triggers Miko or something happens in our life as inevitably life is life and there's going to be things that happen, you know, internally, externally, that's going to, you know, ask us to respond instead of react. And that's the mastery, right? We get we get to practice this every single day. And so, you know, we wake up in the morning and if I am having a really conscious day, meaning I'm in my presence of my highest frequency, so I'm not vibrating on victim, I'm not vibrating on panic, anxiety, worry, all hidden underneath my fake smile. I'm not doing that. I am genuinely grateful because for a soul, the human experience, whatever it is, it's a 
good experience. And so, you know, staying with that, staying in the flow, staying in that cut of, you know, riding that wave, that that beautiful flow state that everybody has had some sort of experience with, that in love with life, aliveness state, right? And when we're not feeling that, either one of us, because I'm on my period and I, you know, and I'm, you know, whatever it is, this, these are the moments that it affects us the most very intimately. If, If Miko is exhausted with his story and he's battling himself and he's feeling unworthy and da, 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 then he can't hold space for me. Cause I'm reflecting that back. But it, when he does this type of energy work, when he, re, you know, self-disciplines and self-masters through his uh, semen retention or his yogic practice or his energy movement and his creating and his manifesting and his, uh, and his, him being in his creator self, it's like, this is what a sacred union is this is what true conscious love is like is when you don't choose your ego you choose love thank you Absolutely, miko for yeah. choosing thank love you. Thank well you. i was i was gonna say because before melissa you brought up um something that sparked uh something that i use all the time which is uh, we call it spiritual hygiene Mm. Right. So it's like we put deodorant on to not smell around people and we take care of ourselves. We brush our teeth and everything. But looking at at that one we step further so much money on our external yeah. that, you know, our spiritual hygiene is really important that we manage our own energy. So we're not projecting and creating stories about people and we're not projecting and creating stories about our our even our loved ones when we're in our ego, you know, and so finding a way to transmute that energy when you feel it in a conscious way, in a way that feels good for everyone. And that's the new way. That's the new masculine. That's the new earth that everybody's talking about. It has nothing to do with a physical place externally. It's it's just being able to open yourself up to be authentic in the moment. Wherever you are is perfect. You're everybody's on their spiritual path already. And it's about just how can I lighten myself up and feel better each day through these modalities, through, you know, consistency. Yeah, how can I feel good? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's the question that everybody's popping into awareness around. Wait a minute. How can I feel good right, right now? now? What can yeah. I do to feel good right now? And people like us are coming through saying, hey, we tried this. It works really mm-hmm. good and it works quantum and it works transformative. Well, and, and in a in a group setting where we set the space where everything is sacred, there's, you know, shame and guilt are thrown out of the, the circle and judgment and we're allowed to just let our humans be human and move through it whatever way that we need to move through it it becomes very cathartic and so that that's one of my favorite spaces right. is in group group settings like that we i feel melissa and everyone who's listening i feel that the whole reason miko and i have been initiated into our embodiment the way that we have been is so that we can hold this frequency because it isn't just a matter of telling you that there's no judgment there when you're in that frequency and what we call the zero point field, the tachyon energy, this energy 
is something that's palpable. You can feel it. It vibrates within you. You will have experiences. It's tangible. And so when we, uh, when we say the words, there's no shame, there's no judgment, there's no, when's the last time you physically on a sensation level, uh, been in a space where you felt like you were with God, that you were with source, that level of frequency of pure love energy that's that you can only experience through source is what's present in our work with, uh, with anyone who is willing and humble enough to uh, embrace their highest timeline. And that's what it takes. It takes willingness, it takes humility, and, and it takes the desire to master your own energy because the reality that you can create once you have these codes is so worth it. It is so worth it to live every moment knowing that you're fully present in the moment and feeling gratitude and appreciation, genuine presence flowing through your heart. There's nothing like it. It's a drug of the kind that you can only get in heaven. And that's the new earth. <laughs> it's the what, consistent kind. <laughs> yeah, I love the phrase that you used, Bijou, when you said he was exhausted with his own story. And there was just something that hit home with me about that because that's what I've been going through. And I feel like earlier, a couple years ago, uh, and this worked for me at the time, I was really focused on rewriting my story. You know, like, dissolving my past victim mindset, the blame I had placed on other people, the just re-empowering myself. So I spent a lot of time looking at my past events and, and seeing them in a new way that was more empowering. So it was all about rewriting my story. And now what I'm going through is I'm, I'm learning to detach from even the more empowering version of the story. I want less story. <laughs> you know, I want, I want to just feel just no story. Yeah. The, the truth that is me without my stories. What does that feel yeah. like? And so yeah. I, I've been guided to make a lot of changes in my life. The most recent bigger one was five months, a little over five months ago, I gave up alcohol completely and I don't plan on bringing it back into my life. And I've noticed after that, it was like I could feel myself clinging to something new to replace that. And I will admit it's my Amazon shopping cart. (laughs) (laughs) I have a new baby. I have all the excuses in the world to keep that Amazon shopping cart going. (laughs) And so that you mentioned achieving fulfillment without obtaining anything extra outside of ourselves and that's really the last key for me is convincing myself I don't need all these love every to- toys for my baby. <laughs> so, how do you, when you're going through this uh, moment of craving or wanting something or uh, whether it's craving for your own story, for, for a substance, for food when you're fasting, what is your personal process just as applicable as possible for somebody that that's struggling out there listening that that's going through something like that themselves. What do you say to yourself? What do you do in that moment to move through that moment of discomfort? So Melissa, I just have to say how much I enjoy your questions. Mm -hmm. They are so heart activating and your presence and and your, the amount of work you have done, I can feel it. And that is something you can't fake. So 
honoring you for a moment for doing this heart work, for doing the deep heart work and ready for these answers. I want to share with you that, the, the, and I'm coming back full circle, when I was celibate for more than six years, I confronted many, many aspects of myself. You know, how did my almost 10-year marriage with my children's father, how did that go south so, so far? And and, you know, some of the external stories were, you know, he had um, alcohol dependence because he lost both of his parents really quickly one at a time. So it was one of those external tragedies that really compel us to either rise or fall apart. And this was a fall apart situation. And all I could do in that moment was to leave. That was my only choice. I was compelled to leave. And I, you know, that that took me six years to process. And in that time, what I focused on was my new story. I focused on my new story. I wrote letters to my sacred union. I moved, I tried my best to move about my life as if he was already with me, witnessing the work I was doing to get to him and to be ready for that kind of just transparent love. And we're talking transparent on every human level and then transparent on every energetic level. There are, there's not a single thought, vi- frequency, vibration that Miko and I have that we're not aware of for each other. It's complete transparency. And that frequency that we hold and that gentle harmonization of balance, you know, between the masculine and feminine within us, which allows us to balance that together, is what creates that tachyon zero-point field. And this is something that, you know, New Earth unions are going to have. So this isn't just special to me, Miko and I. We've gotten to this place in the ascension journey where self-mastery is not just an option for those who want to travel to India because they've, you know, they've had too many psychedelic experiences. This is a necessity for every single being that's going to rise with the new earth. And so it's going to, your consciousness is going to be visible it's either you're living a life of freedom and no fear or you're going to be contracted in fear. And so for me, focusing on what happened with how I created my life, looking at all the stories, you go through a period where you have to look at the stories and then transcending beyond that to focus on just your highest timeline as if you're already there. So you're living each moment, you're practicing each moment how to be more present. And that presence will get you to that place where you're consistently vibrating on your baseline frequency is higher. And so your baseline frequency is vibrating on mostly gratitude, mostly appreciation, mostly being able to see your own human and, you know, and call your human out like, oh, that's my inner child that's five years old. That's my angry teenager. That's my resistant, you know, uh, don't want to grow up 17 year old, you know, so you are able to identify all those parts of yourself and guess, guess who's still in charge. It's your soul, infinite awareness. And so that's, you know, what I feel is how I 
you know, this is how we guide people. This is how I guided myself. And what took in 3D time timeline years and years and years of consistent daily uh, practice. This is what I did 24-7. So now where we are sharing this in quantum with our clients. And so they don't have to go through seven years, lifetimes. They can experience this on a phone call, a weekend, a virtual retreat. They can experience this through any of our offerings. It's like it's like the uh, frequency does the work and it bypasses your mind that has all the limitations and resistances. Well, thank you so much for that. I am I am so inspired to do the work on the other things that, you know, I've been going one at a time, like a little Rolodex, <laughs> but there's definitely still things that I need to work on. Like I said, the next one's Amazon. I am constantly in a battle of of social detox and then using it for business and then getting trapped and then <laughs> all of that. But the I'm so thankful for every time I try, even if I feel like I'm slipping back into an old pattern, there's something new to be learned in that. It's not going backwards. It's the a, a new level with a similar challenge. And so I try to remind myself of that. And, and I try to remind myself of the progress that I've made along the way, because I know the, those people that are seekers like me, like you guys out there, I, one of the things I hear most often is is the pitfall of kind of beating yourself up because you know the work that you have to do and and it's so easy to focus on the work that still needs to be done rather than the work that's already done. So So can I ask you a question, Melissa? Definitely. Okay. Between the work that needs to be done and the work that has already been done, where are you? You know, I'm very proud of the place that I'm in right now. There's been a lot of a lot of changes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off and I'm yeah. gonna ask you to close your eyes and then receive this question from your soul perspective. So between the work that has to be done and the work that has been done in a space where there is no time and space. I think I'm just right here. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. That's right. You are just here. And what is that? Here is where you have access to all timelines. You have access to all your consciousness. You have access to all your realities. Here is all the only place you need to be. And if you can be here, then you're doing it right. Okay? Well, thank you for that. I'm going to throw away this jar of semen I've been retaining on my bedstand. <laughs> yeah, that'll be an eBay sell. I'm sure someone will want it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I wish I had hopped on that when I... Before I got pregnant. <laughs> that's regret. I know. That's my one regret in this life. I never started in OnlyFans. I would have been great at it. Well, <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys, for being here with me, with all of us today, and just for the the energy that you're carrying. We we need that. We uh, it's so beautiful to see that in other people, and uh, it's it's so easy to have hope when you're surrounded by people like you guys. So, for listeners that are interested in working with you and learning about all of your offerings, where's the best place for them to connect? So it's our Instagram which is loveall5d, and then, of course, loveall5d.com. And we're also on TikTok. I'm 
Sorry, we are. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to talk. <laughs> you can find us. Love all five D. Yeah, we're actually we're actually trying to migrate Just out of Instagram and head more towards TikTok and YouTube. My our daughter, she's like, why? She's, you need to be on YouTube. That's the place to be. And I'm like, it's really hard to be on YouTube. <laughs> I love so TikTok so much more. <laughs> All the links for this episode will be at mindlove.com slash x74. Your challenge for this week is just to be. This is a challenge that I think you should have in the back of your mind always. We're not really taught to just sit and be and feel worthy for doing so. It's something that I've had to learn through constant practice, especially in the last five years or so. And truthfully, I'm still learning. I still have to stop and remind myself You are worthy just as you are. You are worthy just being today. Being might even be better for you in this moment than doing. It's a hard concept to grasp because we're taught that it's our accomplishments and our achievements and who we know and what we have that is what gives us value. But that could not be further from the truth. I was just talking to a coaching client yesterday, actually, you know who you are, (laughs) about learning to differentiate between the masculine and the feminine, the masculine energy of the doing and the go-getting, whereas the feminine is being and receiving. And the only way to actually receive what the universe is giving to us is by allowing the space to receive, by sitting in stillness until we really truly learn to differentiate our inner voice from our programming. Yes, sometimes I experience guidance through serendipities and coincidences and meeting the right people, but most often I feel guided when I allow that room to receive the inspiration, to sit long enough to allow boredom to take over so that my mind can come up with creative ideas rather than just regurgitating everything that I've heard that day or in my lifetime. So allow that space. Maybe you have to schedule it for 20 minutes a day to just go in a room with no distractions and lay on the floor staring at the ceiling, allowing your mind to wander. Maybe it happens through you through meditation or going on a long walk in nature. You do you. There's a lot of ways to receive, to allow and be, and you have to find what works for you. So let me know how it goes. Reach out to me on Instagram at mindlovemelissa. You can also leave a comment on this show notes page at mindlove.com slash x74. And if you'd love to support the show, you can do that by joining Mindlove Premium at mindlove.com slash premium, supporting one of my amazing sponsors, or by sharing or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And that's all for today. So thanks for giving your mind a little love today, and I'll see you next week.